new leadership. Uh, again, a, a blank canvas. Uh, I know that we, we have a very rich uh, history and tradition here of success, winning this program uh, in the modern era. We've played uh, one na seven national championships, won 50 conference championships. And when we take a back seat to nobody, I know I've promoted that. Um, uh, was a very small part of it for 13 years. Uh, but none of that really matters. Um, and I say really, I'm trying to be nice. None of it matters what we do moving forward. It, it's as simple as what where our focus is, the work that we put in today and moving forward. And, uh, you know, we got to start completely over. And as we move forward, we could go win the national championship there. It doesn't matter. This year, when it, when it comes January, we're going to turn the page and we're going to start over again. And we're going to go right back to the beginning, right back to the basics, right back to the fundamentals of the program. You know, that turnip seed told a story where I'm going to clean it up a little bit. but He cursed in it? Yeah, he was in the first meeting huh. with Nick Saban whenever they just hired him. Nick Saban, the athletic director, the head of like their – what do they call it? The elephant. Like, there's some type of like big donor group. Um, all of those guys. Please, were, please tell me that Alabama's biggest donors. It's has something to do with the word elephant in it. Please. I think it does. Please. Oh gosh. I think it does. <laughs> but they're in a meeting, and I guess Saban is says. Uh. Blank Bear Bryant, blank Alabama, I bl uh, blanking hate Alabama. It, making the point that none, like everyone wants to talk about everything that we've done here. And as if that has anything to do with what we're going to do in the future. It has zero. It has, like, you cannot approach it that way. No one cares. Outside of the group of people like standing right here, nobody else cares. They may know it. They may have seen it. But they don't care. So we've got to find a different way of approaching everything than we're Alabama. And I, I think there's a little bit of that whenever you hear Venables talking about like all the things that Oklahoma's accomplished. And those are great things, and they're they're – it's great to be proud of, but for them in that building, it it can't have anything to do with like how they approach things and how they so, recruit. Like and it's the mentality like we were good in the eighties. We were good in the early two thousands, so we're almost entitled. We're gonna be good again. Right. You know where that mentality I think uh does does happen? I think that happens in Austin, Texas, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it, it it allows you to convince yourself that we can get by without doing some of the other things, like without doing what everyone else is, not everyone, what the other elite teams are doing. Well, we've been able to do it for however long. You know, we don't need to do some of the things that everyone else does. And it really, it's just, it's just not true. You have to approach everything 
every year the exact same. And I think you're, you're, you hear some of that in, in what Venables is talking about. Like those things don't matter. What you accomplished last year or what you failed to accomplish last year doesn't matter. Like the banners and all that, that stuff. And it's great. And that's what you're fighting for. There's no doubt about it, but like they're not going to help you moving forward. So Well, I'm glad that he chose to uh, phrase it the way that he did instead of Saban's way and approaching the podium and saying, blank Barry Switzer, blank Bob Stoops, yeah. blank Bud Wilkinson, blank Oklahoma. Right. He's got a pretty high approval rating right now, but I don't even think Brent Venables could survive uh, that sort of uh, opening. Turn now, it. if he said blank mule shoe, then that'd be a different story. But those other guys, not so much. Uh, turnip seed was, he said that whenever he was in that meeting, he was, all he could think is like, oh my God, we literally 48 hours ago signed him to a $5 million a year contract. <laughs> he's like, oh, what did we do? <laughs> Worked out, man. Yep. Yep. It did. It did. Uh, there is a story on 24-7 today, college football's most favorable schedules for oh. contenders in 2022. OU made the list. Yeah. Now, if I were to give you an over-under of two and a half ranked teams that OU will face this year, would you take the over on that or would you take the under? Two and a half at the time OU faces them, th- that team is ranked. Um, no one in the non-conference is going to be ranked. Nep. UTEP's probably got a better chance to be ranked than Nebraska does, by the way. Throw Kent State in there, too. Uh, Texas, you play early on, but they're going to get destroyed and drug around by Alabama in week two. I would say Kansas State will end up being ranked. They will not be ranked when Oklahoma plays them. But I think they will make their way into the top 25. I got to go under. I think I'm going under too. It might, but like when you play them, yeah, it might be one. What's funny is Iowa State probably would have been the slam dunk last year if we were having the same exact conversation and Iowa State wasn't ranked. So Baylor seems like they'd be the slam dunk. No doubt. But you play them so late in the year that anything is, is possible anything. with that. I, I would say that it's more likely that a team that you're banking on, this schedule, a team that you're banking on being ranked um, is unranked than a couple teams come out of nowhere and they're in the top 25 or top 20, whatever. I th- Now, just looking at their schedule, and you never know, but I think there's a decent chance that Baylor is undefeated whenever they play Oklahoma. You know, how many times have we said that, though, with programs like Iowa State or Baylor? I feel like we've said that so many times the past seven years. Well, there's no doubt about it. There's a chance Oklahoma State comes in here undefeated in November, and, and then they have three or four losses. Central but, Michigan. Right, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I understand that. I, But just looking at it, scanning it, they play at BYU – which that can, is, I don't think that's a neutral site game. That's the second game of the year for them. That's going to be a tough game just because um, you get a good, tough program on the road. Um, they're always, always difficult in their place. But then they're 
at Iowa State, Oklahoma State at home, at West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech. So, like, they play OU, Kansas State, TCU, at Texas. Like, three of their last four games, and really depending on what TCU is, they're, they've got a very backloaded schedule. Give me a scenario where we're looking at the schedule right now and saying, ooh, it's pretty charm and soft, pretty good schedule for year one of this new coaching staff. But what's the scenario where at the end of the year we say, well, we kind of misevaluated the schedule. It was a lot better than what we thought it was going to be. Does it have to be quarterback play? Um, e- quarterback play. Quarterback play in this conference is just much better than you or I is thinking it's going to be. Donovan Smith takes a massive leap at Tech, or Spencer Sanders finally turns into the guy we've been waiting on. It feels like well, I'll give you the scenario, and maybe it's maybe it's a, a it's a big stretch. But as I sit here and look at it, it's not it's not that big of a stretch. Uh, Nebraska with the Thompson kid, right? Yeah. And they've got a whole new offense. They got a new offensive coordinator. The guy that put up huge numbers at at Pitt, so you got to go to Lincoln and and play them, and you're not going to have a whole lot of info necessarily on what it is that they're going to do. They're going to be tough on the line of scrimmage. I personally think that's going to be. I'm not saying like you're going in to play Ohio State or anything, but I do It'll think it's tough. Tight it's going to be a tough game. Kansas State uh, is the next week. Adrian Martinez from Nebraska to Kansas State seems like it's going to be a great fit. If if he hits his stride and it is a match that really makes a lot of sense, that's going to be a tough football team to beat. And then you go to TCU. TCU is another team that is totally switching up offensively. They're going to more of your old school air raid. Isn't that funny to say old school air raid? But that's essentially more of what you're going to be getting with uh, TCU now. And, you know, quarterback is going to be the issue for them. I don't know how great Max Duggan fits that system, uh, but it's it's going to be a change there. More A way more offensively driven football team. Texas is Texas. It's going to be a dogfight. I don't care if they're undefeated or winless. Iowa State, what's the kid's name? Uh, Hunter Deckers. The Deckers kid. Can we call him Upper Decker? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should call him Upper Decker throughout the year. That is great. <laughs> um, I don't. Iowa State. Am I like? Am I? Have I gone too far to the other direction and totally discrediting how good they're so going to be? So I'm a little bit nervous about that one because I'm with you. I'm like, oh, they suck last year, and all those guys are gone. They're about to fall off a cliff, and maybe they will. But it's miraculous how many games I look at this year and say, God, I don't think they're going to be great, but it's going to be a dogfight when OU plays them up there on a Thursday night. I think that about the Nebraska game. Of course, I think that about the Texas game. I think that about the Iowa State game. Starting to really feel like that about the Kansas State game. Like This schedule, you look at it and you say, wow, that's soft, but there's a lot of games on here. Maybe I'm just trained in the old – mule shoe era of things where they didn't blow out a whole lot of teams they were all so close but I'm looking at a lot of these games thinking dang they're not good football teams but those are going to be dogfight 
you know, tight contested football games. And Iowa State falls in that. Are you telling me we play them on a Thursday? Yeah. Uh-huh. That is so awesome. It is pretty amazing. Oh, it's a bye week, too. Mm-hmm. A bye week before. You play Kansas. You got a bye week. Then you play on a Thursday, which is great. And then you get an extra weekend or whatever to prepare for uh, Baylor coming to your place. Who's going to be the best team you play all year? I would make God, that joke. worked out great. I would make the joke that you get three consecutive Saturdays off during that portion of the Ooh. schedule, but uh, after Carl's Jr. had to make a play last year to win, and, you know, it's kind of falls flat if I say that. Yeah, that is that is good, but Kansas at home too. You know, it's a revenge game. When's the last time KU's been a revenge game? We're out for blood here, dude. Out for me? blood. Because I don't care what the scoreboard says. They beat us last year. <laughs> it sure felt like it in the postgame show. I I was there for every single play, and the scoreboard is wrong. What was uh, – oh, so OU was uh, 10-2-1 last year? 10-2-1. That's right. Jeez. But um, I, the the situation – it's not it's not hard at all – to find a scenario in which Baylor's a really good football team next year, no, right? No, I mean, I, I I don't expect them to be they're, super explosive offensively, and that's what's going to cost them. They're going to have another great running game, though. They'll have a great running game. They'll have a really good defense once again. Um, they're more – again, I, I say this all the time. You know my concerns with teams that don't normally have success dealing with hype throughout the offseason and then living up to that hype. But I feel like they're more set up to handle that with the style of football that they play, you know? Yeah. They are more run-oriented, good defense. Like that, that, it's old saying, that, that travels. Right. Do you think, um, you think Bohanian takes another step? I mean, there's no excuse for him not to. I don't know what it's his just- receivers look like this year, so that might be tough. It's, it, it's hard, though, to take another step. When your coaching staff doesn't really allow you to be in the space to take that next step, you know, right? It's it's going to be his fifth year on campus, and last year was his first year starting. Sixty three percent completion, which you got like this matters. Whenever you have a team that plays like Baylor does, I think completion percentage is something that you throw out. He's told to throw the ball away, right? Don't throw an interception. That's why he had zero interceptions uh, through, what, the deep part of the season. And then I think through three in one game, ended up with seven. But um, super conservative with the ball. Don't turn it over. It's okay to throw it away. It's okay to eat it, take the sack, or take off running. Um, I I think he does take a step. Now, is I don't think he's going to lead the Big 12 in any categories. No. But I do think that he's going to be a better, more efficient player next year. I think he imp- improves completion percentage. I think he throws for um, more yards, more touchdowns, less interceptions. Not anything that's going to blow you away, but just – gets better in all those aspects, and that's going to make them a better football team. He's going to have to do all those things, though, if they want to replicate last season. No doubt. He's going to have – I think that, yes, he will play within the offense, but he's going to have a little bit more on his plate, though, to be you know pretty consistent game in and game out. Now, because I believe – they're losing both 
Ebner and Abram Smith, right? I believe that's right. So you're talking about didn't Ebner like blow it up at the combine with his forty time? Probably, yeah. Um, you're talking about you know twenty four hundred yards rushing there, fourteen touchdowns on the season that they're going to have to replace, and I think they will because their system is really really good. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. This hour of the rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit cavensconstruction.com. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Ram Truck Month going on now. We have great deals on the new Ram 1500s. Plus, check out our 2022 Wranglers. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is driven to serve. Purple Wave Auction will sell over 495 items in a vehicle and equipment auction on Wednesday, March 23rd. Go to purplewave.com now and bid on pickup trucks, passenger vehicles, classic cars, motorcycles, tractors, RVs, trailers, and much more. All items will sell to the highest bidder, regardless of price, on Wednesday, March 23rd. Betting is easy. Simply visit purplewave.com to get started. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. As your business continues to grow, competition will only get more fierce. You need a partner on your side. Insurica Insurance Management Network is proud to have been an integral part of protecting the Norman business community for more than 50 years, and we want to help propel the growth of your business today. That's why our insurance specialists offer unique solutions specifically tailored for your industry's needs. Call your local Norman Insurica office at 405-321-2700 or visit us on the web at insurica.com. Insurica, specializing in you. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. We've been serving customers since 1981, and we've seen a lot of changes over the years in the things that our customers want. One of the most significant shifts we've seen is the desire for options when it comes to diamonds. Although natural diamonds are the most sought after, there is a great interest in lab-grown diamonds and moissanite. We are delighted to provide these options and help you choose the one that is right for you. Natural diamonds, lab-grown, or moissanite, we have it all. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. With Oklahoma weather, it's hard to predict when winter temperatures may strike. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your heater's maintenance. And if you do run into problems, the experts at Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing are here for you. We've been keeping families warm and safe in their homes since 2008. So if you need a heater repaired or just a tune-up, give us a call or visit us online at normanair.com. That's normanair.com, the heating, air conditioning, and plumbing company you can count on. 
Hello, Cleveland County and hello, sports fans. I'm Randy Gardner, President and CEO for Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity. I'm super excited by our newest grant through the Oklahoma Community Cares Partner Program. Why am I so excited? This grant allows us to help people, and we love helping people. Do you have more questions than answers about managing money? Do you often wonder how you're going to pay your monthly bills? Do you find yourself making tough decisions, diapers or rent, food or utilities? Through this grant, we are developing a no-cost financial literacy training program. Want to learn more? Visit cchfh.org. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler and Teddy inside the Brown O'Haver studios. Keep the text coming on the Air Coverage Solutions text line 405-651-3439. This hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facility maintenance, Gary and the team, they do it all. I'm telling you. Cavens Construction, 405-573-3048, Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Hey, Texas actually beat OU in something today. Got any guesses as to uh, what it was? Um, You're not going to guess. I mean, hang on a second. I'm not going to guess. Mm, no, I don't have a well, guess. Well, you see it. Rowing? <laughs> no, not rowing. You see it every single uh, second Saturday in October on the fairgrounds. Barstool had the most annoying college football fan base brackets. OU made it all the way to the Elite Eight and faced off against Texas today. Texas prevailed as the more annoying fan base than OU. Wow. That means Texas is in the Final Four with Tennessee, Alabama, and Ohio State. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I can totally understand if people think that Oklahoma has an annoying fan base given the last four months, all right? Totally understand. Because it has been a thing, all right? It has been. But uh, if you're here within it, I think it's been great. And I... It, it's been the most fun time I've ever had doing sports radio. Yeah. Bar none, not really all that close, to be It's been awesome. And everyone out there that's been annoyed by it better hope that OU doesn't do something special soon. Oh, especially <laughs> this year. Woo, buddy. They will be the most annoying you want to talk football a, fan base. I, if it will be justified, too. I feel like Oklahoma has a fan base to where typically, if we won a national championship, it would almost be like, you know, whenever uh, an underdog knocks off a high seed like St. Peter's, whenever they beat Kentucky. I saw the coach. He was trying to tell the team, like, don't – let's act like we've been there, right? Let's not just, like, lose our minds that we won a game. We expect to to win these games. 
I if, if typically if we won a national championship, like there'd be the celebration. There's no doubt, but it would be like, yeah, we knew that this would happen. We expect it. That's what this program does. This year, though, there would be a whole bunch of in your faces. Oh, it would look like uh, after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Norman would look like <laughs> Philadelphia. There'd be looting and uh, things going on. Now, there were 32 overall fan bases that made the most annoying college football bracket. Uh, OU was a two seed on one side. Nice. Beat Oklahoma State in the first round. Beat UCF in the second round. Lost to Texas in the third round. Huh. I guess if you go on annoyance per capita, we actually are pretty good because we're going against some really small fan bases. So the percentage of annoying fans in those fan bases has to be much higher than ours. What's a smaller fan base, UCF or OSU? Probably OSU. I would think so too, right? Yeah, just because UCF has a huge It's uh, a big commuter school, right? 60,000. I feel like it's a pretty big commuter school. Yeah, probably OSU. So I don't know whether to be disappointed or happy that OU's not in the Final Four of this thing. I kind of want it. I kind of want to be known as the most annoying. Let's own it right now. I really want to own it and be not the nasty. I don't want to be labeled as like LSU's fan base or anything. But just know that you're going to catch some crap if you come our way. That's what I want. Yep, that's right. And like I always tell you, Oklahoma is the center of the sports world. Because we've had the the OU stuff going on recently, and now we've got the Baker Mayfield stuff going on where we've got OU fans out there supporting Baker Mayfield against, like, Mm -hmm. essentially the rest of the world. Um, But, yeah, they're representing right now. They know it's they know it's ugly out there, but they're they're going out there anyways and and fighting the good fight. I'm proud of them. Text line says LSU is at least the 18 year defending annoying fan base champs. Well, A and M is really giving them a, a run for their money, though. That's that's the thing. Here's the thing, LSU. They're not an annoying fan base. Like annoying is like the. It's like A&M. A&M's an annoying fan base. It's, Arkansas is an annoying fan base. Yeah, but most of like most of those fan bases, it's just like message board and Twitter social media chatter. And that's how it is with 90% of them. LSU they might kill you. <laughs> I think they have. And feed you to the Gators. Mike, Mike the Tiger. Their mascot outside is probably how he's been alive. They're going to go disappear you down in the bayou somewhere. That's it's a different level. So I don't like they are the craziest fan base. They're psychotic, but I don't know that annoying necessarily fits like their level. Okay, who would be the most annoying then in your book? Like the UCF fans that claim the national championship for 2017. It's pretty annoying. Right, and then um, that's get, what get on I'm the back of their about. quarterback and saying, "Yeah, why would you want to move from Orlando to Norman?" That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, like it that stuff is annoying, stuff that doesn't matter. Now your life, 
drowning in a swamp, that does matter with LSU. <laughs> we got to vote for Texas Tech. Texas Tech's only annoying if you're in Lubbock. You don't really <sighs> encounter Tech fans. I like it anywhere else. I like Though it. No, I always uh, we always counter quite a bit of Tech fans on spring break in Santa Fe, which is interesting. I mean, really? I, I, yeah, like yes, yes. There's always a lot of Tech fans out there on spring break. It's amazing that. So how far of a drive, this is what's crazy, how far of a drive was it to Santa Fe? Uh, seven and a half, and I feel like Amarillo is right there at, yeah. at half the halfway point, pretty close to that. I bet this is why Lu- this Lubbock is the crappiest place in the world. You feel like it takes eight hours in the same general direction to get to Lubbock, right? Mm-hmm. I bet it's eight hours from Lubbock to Santa Fe. <laughs> the shorter my drive from I bet it OKC. Is. Well, it's an hour and a half away from Amarillo, right? It's an hour and a half south of Amarillo, I think. South. So it's not – I mean, it's maybe an hour and a half shorter of be- a drive. From, uh, be- because God. the other day whenever Ugh. I looked – whenever we were joking around about um, Lincoln may take the tech job so he could be closer to Vermejo – Lubbock was still like eight hours from Vermeo. <laughs> it's eight hours from anywhere. Yeah, and that that's the thing. We we stop at we stopped and ate at Amarillo on the way back. And God bless all the uh God fearing Americans that have lived in uh Amarillo or live in Amarillo. But Amarillo is one of those towns, Teddy, where I'm sorry, I, I, I spend a little bit of time there and think why in God's earth would you want to live here? <laughs> but I'd much rather live in Amarillo than in Lubbock. You know, I mean, at least you're like right there on the highway. Yeah, three and a half hours from Oklahoma City. Uh, no way on Lubbock. It's not. It's it's not bad. It's five hours from Lubbock to. Okay, so two and a half hours shorter than what my drive was. Yeah, it's crazy because whenever I look at the map and look at where we are, <laughs> it should be like twice as long. That's uh, funny. The 10 USC fans are pretty annoying. That's on the text line. That's good. Most annoying fan base has to be USC. Uh, I love this text, 3510. Yes, you're right. Missouri fans do suck. You have a thing I against have a, Missouri. I, I really do. I've noticed that. Yeah. That's interesting. They're, they're pretty awful. K-State fans are horrible if you go to a game there. I've been to Manhattan several times. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have an issue with them. They... I think they I think they can be pretty wild at Kansas State. But that's a that's a good thing. AM and Arkansas aren't nationally considered annoying because nationally they are irrelevant. Well that's what That's what that's why they're annoying. That's what equals annoying. I whenever you have a fan base that has a really good football team, it's not really annoying. It's it's just one of those things that you have to you have to deal with. LSU is a drunk fan base. Cajuns start drinking at six years of age. Yeah. Well, that's the hard alcohol. Agreed. Right? Hard alcohol at six, the bourbon. Muleshoe lives eight hours from USC if you count L.A. traffic. <laughs> right. Uh, annoying can be measured as the fan expectations versus the actual results. Yes. The worst are always the little brother schools, A&M, Auburn, Stoolwater, etc. Yes, that's kind of that's the the way I'm approaching the situation. Colorado fans are horrible according to my parents and yes. according to you. According to me. Got treated pretty poorly in uh in Boulder. You have major beef with Colorado fans, Missouri fans. 
And to a lesser degree, Arkansas. I can justify every single one. Colorado, uh, like the kids that go to CU really aren't even from Colorado. They're just spoiled, entitled California kids that don't really care about the game or CU. They just want to go F-bomb somebody in public. It's a pretty awful fan base. Spoiled, entitled California kids. So they have the same fan base as USC? (laughs) Yes. Interesting. Same kids. Interesting. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Ram Truck Month going on now. We have great deals on the new Ram 1500s. Plus, check out our 2022 Wranglers. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is driven to serve. When the Sooners hit the diamond. Line shot, left field, base hit. Win column, Sooners, game over. We have you covered on the Sports Talk Network. That's hammered to left and deep, and it's a grand slam. This is your home for OU baseball. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. The Sports Talk Network, the home of Sooner fans. Catch them all, young man. The Red Sports Radio Network. Our promise is simple. We're the best. You're simply the best. We promise you all the best new gaming experiences. And we promise you the best promotions and giveaways. Like our 80 grand land into luxury. Win a new Cadillac XT5 with 10 times entries on Sundays. Come play the one. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the health care solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. 
RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using fsbohomes.com. Most homes on fsbohomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing or buying side, saving you up to 6% of your home's price in needless commissions. So don't waste all your money on agents. Sell your home using fsbohomes.com. It is the rush on the ref. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. First, quick shout out to our friends over at Roof Tech. Uh, weather's going to be coming through. It is hail season. So if you get any hail damage, have some left over from previous uh, uh, weather seasons. Give the guys at Roof Tech a call. They can do quick repairs or give you a full-on roof replacement. They've been doing it for a long time. Josh Tucker former teammate, and uh, they do a really, really good job there. Saw this. Mike Leach is the <laughs> gift that keeps giving. Yeah, he is. Uh, put out a tweet that he had what recently driven through Utah and um, went through a town there, and there was more tree houses than he's ever seen. Uh, Heber, Utah. So he said, send pictures of tree houses near you. Include the location. Um so random and perfectly Mike Leach, but it got me thinking because I had a treehouse growing up. Did you? No, I didn't, but some of the responses on that tweet were epic. Um, if anyone's ever seen Step Brothers, they'll get it. They Someone responded with the treehouse at the end of the Step Brothers movie and said, hey, my dad built us the Gilded Lady when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, dude, there stuff. was there was so many good responses in there. So good. I had a treehouse growing up that was awesome. My dad built it with very minimal help from me, more of uh, me getting the way and slowing the process down. But it was awesome. And Tyler, it had a zip line out of the treehouse to the ground. It's awesome. It was amazing. Yeah, that's that's redneck heaven right there, man. Redneck. Heaven. How about now? This one is close to home, so I had to bring it up. Chipper Jones is going after Freddie Freeman. Yeah, I feel like that headline is a little misleading. I, he, he, what he basically said is the Braves offered him a really nice deal after the All Star break last year and said, "Hey, Freddie, I mean, you better accept. I, I would take this if I were you. That's a good deal. That's a fair deal. If you take this into the off season, then." All those pretty girls will start lining you up, and they'll start offering you all this money. You're comfortable here. Your family's comfortable here. Just take this deal. Freddie didn't listen. He overplayed his hand. Now he's going to be playing for the L.A. Dodgers next year. So I was initially mad at the Braves. I am more mad at Freddie Freeman now, and um, I hope he gets booed once he makes his return to, to Atlanta this year. Now that you know that the they offered him a really nice deal last year? I mean, they didn't offer him the best deal, but they offered him a very fair deal, you know? And right. he could he's comfortable here. Like, he 
Should have just taken the deal, but whatever. He's off to L.A. Have fun with that mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's does have to be frustrating to win a championship somewhere and kind of be ingrained in the culture there. Like his number would have been retired there. I mean, yeah. he is like the face of like this era yeah. of that World Series, all that. Yeah. You kind of I don't know that like that ends up being your like that's your team. That's your legacy. That's your opportunity to to live and be in that area and be known and remembered for that World he, Series. He could have been Chipper Jones 2.0 in that town. That's Spend right. Spend your whole career there. I mean, all, all that. In the long run, it probably would have even been more lucrative. Like I, I don't know what the difference is money-wise, but like in the long term, to be the face of a franchise for uh, I don't eternity or what, like whatever that length of time is is worth a, a ton of money. Not really the uh, face of the Dodger. I mean, he's probably the best player. He or Fluky bets, but Well, um, he'll be the best player for a year or two, and yeah. then they're going to go bring in the next best player and then the next best player, and it's going to be kind of a revolving door. So that's all I had. I have um, got some controversial ones today. Uh, let's start Ooh. here. Leah Thomas has been in the news recently. Yeah. Now, if you don't know who Leah Thomas is – he, she is the transgender that is swimming for Penn right now. Right. And dominating women's college swimming. Okay? Yes. Now, there is a story out on NBC News right now, and I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but the point is, is the story says that we should be celebrating Leah Thomas the way that we did Jackie Robinson for breaking the color barrier in baseball. <laughs> Strong disagreement, <laughs> and I like that is not. I don't. I don't care to. I don't care to dive off into this topic because I frankly think it is a meaningless endeavor to debate this. As whole, do I. The whole but situation. I, I just was like, really, someone's saying but, that we should celebrate this like we did Jackie Robinson, really. That's a take. I, I'm trying to even find the comparison other than maybe the competition was easier for Jackie Robinson, um, you know, whenever he made the switch. I don't know. I Yeah, I think that that is a uh, – come on. It, it, it's just it's, – uh, it's ridiculous. Moving on, Amy Schumer is trying to find a way to have Ukrainian President Zelensky – Virtually attend the Oscars amid Russia's invasion of his country. That's what Amy Schumer is uh, obsessed with right now, trying to get Zelensky virtually at the Oscars. Hey, guys, the Oscar ratings have been horrible. What's a way that we can exploit the Ukraine situation for our ratings? Uh, How about we have Zelensky on via satellite? What a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you they were going to be a little bit controversial today. That's so funny. Uh, story number three for me, there was a pronunciation guide today for the OU football team. Yeah. It is Jaron Kanick is how you pronounce it. There was a Kanak Kanick. I tried to tell you that for a long time. Battle. You ditched what I said and went with Kanak. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's Kanick. 
I was wrong. You were right. I'm stupid. You're smart. You're the best. I'm the worst. As long as you're willing <laughs> to admit that. Uh, Barstool had a graphic, best drunk meal. Now, let me, lead you, uh, let me read you the uh, per- participants here. Taco Bell was the one seed. <laughs> Strongly disagree. McDonald's is the two seed. I wish I could disagree, but I can't. Domino's is the three seed. Disagree. Chick-fil-A is the four seed. It's not uh, open late enough for no. really that to be an option, Chick-fil-A. And the Sunday, like the not open on Sunday is always a huge disappointment. KFC is the five seed. I haven't seen anything here that excites me just yet. Burger King is the six seed. Oh, my gosh. Wendy's is the seven. Yay, uh, nay? No. I, none of the – all you're doing with any of this is throwing gasoline on an already bad fire. Here's the worst one. Subway is the eight seed. Cinnabon is the nine. I if I if we had a nuclear holocaust with the whole world was in ash from a nuclear war and the only place left to eat was Subway. Their meat would still be cold. The meat would still be cold and I would just choose to die. I hop is the ten seed. Hmm. Yeah. That's see that's the number 1 seed if you can dodge potential death in a fight. Well, that's Waffle House, dude. Waffle House is where you can die. I don't know, man. I've been to some pretty uh pretty rowdy IHOPs as well. Pizza Hut is the 11, Five Guys is the 12. That's a $40 endeavor that late. Chipotle is the 13 seed. Uh, who's the 14? Popeyes is the 14. Popeyes is awesome. Raising Canes is the 15, and Arby's is the 16. Arby's, that's good eating right there. Yeah, well, it's a crap list if it doesn't have Pizza Shuttle on there. I um, know, right? You know, That's the number one overall seed. Yeah. <sighs> so you're too young for the kettle, aren't you? No, uh, we used to go to the kettle across from Frontier City all the time when I was a kid. Now, I don't... I think that they're... Did you ever go at 3 a.m.? <laughs> no, I, I, that's something I missed out on. Ima- I okay. was more the 10 p.m. crowd to the kettle. So back here's in the, day. the kettle. The kettle was, it's a fantastic idea. It's just a breakfast buffet, man. All the scrambled no, eggs, great, all the man. bacon. It's a great idea. Imagine the Waffle House. With all of the food in the middle of the room, uh, no one would no one would walk out alive, man. <laughs> That's what the and I'm serious, was. man. There have been times where I thought I'm going to die at this Waffle House. This oh is, yeah, this is how it's going to end. So uh, the kettle was our version of Shoney's. Yeah, is that fair? Yeah, it's it's close. It's Which close. anyone that's ever uh, been in Branson before is like, yeah, yeah, I've done the Shoney's thing. I remember when the kettle closed down. I was saying. Th- how is it possible that that was not the greatest business plan ever? How could <laughs> how could the kettle shut down? You got cheap, easy breakfast food, all you can eat buffet. I know, man. It's too easy to mess up. Did they have a kettle in Tulsa? They had one in Muskogee. Wow. Yeah. So there was multiple locations in the yep. metro then. Yep. There was one in Muskogee. I think there's one in Tulsa. It had to be a lawsuit. Someone had to, there had to be a massive fight. Someone got stabbed. Well, probably someone from your hometown, the stories that you tell. E- celebrated a guy getting, we heard earlier, celebrated a guy getting out of jail. Fast Freddy, Fred Shelton. Yeah, I'm sure that's where he took Fast Freddy to the kettle after he got out of the slammer. 
It was interesting. It was seriously, it was like a parade whenever he got out of jail. He showed up on a uh, horse driven buggy or whatever. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. You guys are jerks. If Tyler ate the kettle, it's because he lived in Edmond. Whatever. Wow. Shots fired. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Landers Service Direct with free pickup and delivery for service appointments. From our store to your door, Landers Chevrolet is driven to serve. Shop Landers Chevrolet Norman today. Find new roads. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company. It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988. Working for you, not the insurance company. Well, doggone it. What happened, Uncle? I broke my daggone MacBook. Hey, no problem, Uncle. You know what? We'll call Bob and Chuck at the Mac Man. Bob and Chuck have more than 60 years combined experience repairing Macs and caring for Mac owners. We can call them up right now at 405-794-8114. That's 405-794-8114. Or reach out to them online at theokcmacman.com. The Mac Man is proudly Oklahoma's most experienced Apple-authorized service provider. Ahoy, matey! This is Tyler McComas from The Rush. Have you been sailing the seven seas in search of your favorite liquor? Drop anchor! Captain Jack's is a nice, relaxed, laid-back liquor store on Northeast 12th Street in Norman. They have a vast selection of liquor, beer, and wine in their 3,000-square-foot storefront. Stop by and check out the ocean-painted floor and boat-shaped cash register. Sail by Captain Jack's and pick up your favorite beverages and be treated as first mate. Weigh anchor and hoist the mizzen to Captain Jack's Wine, Rum, and Spirits in Norman, 2400 Northeast 12th Avenue on the corner of Rock Creek and 12th. Ah yes, spring is here, sandal season, summer is coming. Whether it's for walking, hiking, running the beach, or the pool, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered, and they have the perfect shoe for you. Hey, it's Chris Plank for Brown Shoe Fit and Norman, and they carry the top brands for your entire family. All your favorites, Brooks, Bionic, Chacos, Birkenstocks. 
New Balance, you name it, and Clark's, Steve has you covered. Brown Shoe Fit at 2427 West Main in Norman, behind the Chick-fil-A next to the Hobby Lobby. This is Teddy Lehman on behalf of my former Sooner teammate, Josh Tucker and RoofTech of Oklahoma. They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry that you won't get anywhere else. RoofTech is fully insured and regulated by the Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. So if you need help with your roofing needs, call RoofTech today, 405-703-4245. That's 405-703-4245. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Cavens Construction bringing you hour number three, emergency repairs. They can help out with that, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, you can give them a call, 918-282-7612. Text line's got a lot of thoughts on the uh, best drunk restaurants, drunk foods out there. Uh, Whataburger is the best hangover. You also get a 30-minute sleep-off nap while in <laughs> line. That is so true. I, I know that uh, you've been far removed from trying to go to a Whataburger late at night, but every Whataburger, it takes 30 minutes to get through that bad boy after 11 p.m. You're making a big decision there on... Man, it's, it's a big decision. Huh, yeah. But that is the moment when I knew Brent Venables is the guy. He is our guy. When the first thing he did was roll to a Whataburger and get a triple cheeseburger? Let's Who can go. handle a triple cheeseburger, man? Yeah. That's when I knew. A guy that's going to be up in an hour running 10 miles. Yeah, that's true. That's who can. He, he, he burned it off by 5 a.m. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, that's awesome. Not a chain, but Aussie's was the best breakfast food in Norman. Gosh, it was so good. So what was the deal with that? Was that a COVID casualty? Yeah, I think it made it through the pandemic. Yeah. It's out there at the airport. Legit. I ordered a Subway, and the guy making my sandwich ran his hands through his long hair while making it. Needless to say, I didn't eat it. That's right. That is right. Um, I <laughs> People that have listened to the show know for, uh, for a long time I have had a personal vendetta with uh, Subway. What about Chicken Express? How can, you miss with, uh, how can you mess with chicken tenders to dip in cream gravy with the biscuits? That's from Dixie in Tulsa. I am a huge dipper when it comes to chicken and mashed potatoes being available. Also, with the roll on the side, I will dip the roll in the mashed potatoes. You know what's interesting? I've never eaten at Chicken Express. There's one in Chickasha. Here's There's what's one in Norman. Here's what's weird. The sign 
makes me not want to eat there. It makes <laughs> it look like it's like super super cheap or something. I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean it's pretty affordable. They got corn nuggets there. I know you know huh. something about corn okay. nuggets back where you come from. Yeah. Do you like sweet tea? Buddy, they got good sweet tea over there at Chicken Express. I love sweet tea. Well, they they've got some they've got some good ones. And that's you know, there's the ingenuity of country folk have they've somehow figured out a way to dissolve a pound of sugar in eight ounces of tea. Rome, it's amazing. Uh, I the the good old Village Inn. I don't know. I don't know about the Village Inn. Do you know hmm. about the Village Inn? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe someone else can tell us about the Village Inn. I have no idea about that. I know huh. about the Red Carpet Inn in Anadarko. <laughs> <laughs> they fed us a buffet there before a basketball game, and everyone threw up before the game. And we lost. Uh, if I could remember, uh, I'll tell you a story about a bad hotel experience on the other side. Quick timeout, final hours next. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman.